0: This is the Nebraska Radio Football Show with Interim Defensive Coordinator Bill Bush. Proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsmen place products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice that yields results at Channel.com. And your Midwest Ford dealers. Visit BuyFordNow.com.
1: Three to the near side, two to the far side. Quick screen pass out to Washington. He's thrilled right away. What a great play, man, on the edge by Chris Kalarvik. Five- Back to throw is Schuster looking down the middle field. Hit! And ball pops out. It's loose in a f- pileup. And the Huskers, I think, have it. Stefan Wynn, I think, has it. Stepping up. Trying to avoid a tackle. Gets sacked by Oshan Mathis. O'Shawn Mathis, second sack of the game for Nebraska. Snap back to Van Trees. Play actions. Gets hit as he throws. Pass to head it down the end zone. Buford goes up and makes the interception at the one-yard line. Marquise Buford's second pick of the game. First and ten of the 30. They go quick, trips it again to the, of the near side back to throws. Gabriel has some time now being rolled out. Garrett Nelson cuts him back. He's hit and drop. There's a sack. First sack of the game. Luke Reimer with a sack. The handoff to Whitey's hit. And he stopped at the two-yard line. Huskers stopped the play. He'll lose a yard. It's fourth and goal at the two. Here's your
0: host, Greg Sharp on the Huskers Radio Network.
2: Thank you welcome to our football radio show for the week. Delighted to have defensive coordinator Bill Bush with us for the next hour. If you want to be a part of the program, two ways for you to do that. You can dial us up at 402-413-2400 or fire off a text. That very same number as we talk Husker football and defense. We'll mix in some special teams because you're not that far removed from handling that role with this team. You, Mickey came to you a couple Sundays ago to, to do this. What were your, what were the first couple of things you wanted to do get in place as you took over the role as DC?
3: Well, obviously, I'm uh, I'm you know very glad to be here. Obviously, beyond glad to be here. I'm I'm very blessed to even have a chance to coach at the University of Nebraska. So that's a huge honor for me. Uh, it's a chance I've had a chance to do it three times. So uh, just being extremely humble over the situation. Uh, when Coach Yoso came and talked to me I think that it helped out that the being familiar. Uh, you now when he was playing I was a GA and so sometimes I told Mick I had to chase him around a couple times to go find him a few times, make sure he was in class and stuff, but he did a great job. But um, he came and talked to me about this. We had been together at LSU. So he knew uh, my background in defense. He knew how I'd worked with Coach Aranda so close at three different jobs and how he wanted things done. So when this opportunity came up for him right there, again, it's a very tough way to have a, uh, a job thrust upon you with that. Like I said, it's like reality TV. So uh, it's, it's tough on everyone. But when Coach Joseph came and talked to me about it, gave me the opportunity to be able to do it like that. I just jumped in in full speed because that's just what you do. That's just that's every coach what they would do would do the same thing. So it's not it's not crazy for me to be able to do that. But I'm just fortunate that I've done it a bunch before and spent my whole life on on that side of the ball. So that's a big plus for me to be able to have to be able to get it done. You mentioned it yesterday when you met with the media. The players have been through a lot.
2: Their head coach, their defensive coordinator, in the last couple of weeks, how have they been? How have
3: they reacted the last two weeks? The players have been ridiculous as far as just being energy, Bought in, we got we got such great young men in this program, and then and they love Nebraska. I mean, it, it's just been a huge plus to be around them. How they've carried themselves, how they practice, how their their body language, all those things. I'm a huge body language guy. Everything is extremely positive in that manner. At that, so they've they've taken the thing over at that, and they've been able to deal with it. I think they also understand how real life works. I think you got a bunch of grown men in the room, and they understand how real life works. And no matter what happens, time moves on. And and like I said, whatever it is, six thirty sevens, you know, on Saturday night Central Standard Time, the you know, the foot's going to hit the ball, and so they understand that part for us right there. So they've done a great job. They've been very responsive to me, uh, which has been great. But like we talked about earlier, was I'm very blessed that I was here as a special teams coordinator before. So I've coached like every position. So I work with the O-line. I work with the D-line in, in field goal block. I work with all the positions. So I know everybody, know them really well. They do know me. So I think that was a, a plus in the transition part for us right there. So. I said very very happy with where we're at. You don't have a spring ball, you don't have a fall camp to implement a lot of what you would probably like to do. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be that'd be a big plus. Absolutely. How do you do it? How do you go about that? Uh, the biggest thing is, the first thing I tried to do uh, for myself was try to memorize things that were same as and what was their, what was the language that was used. So I tried to memorize because it wasn't, wasn't their job to learn things how I called or would like to call it. as how they did it. So I, uh, football's a lot of ways. You divide a field up in so many ways. It's thirds, halves, quarters. There's man coverage. There's, there's blitz concepts like that. So a lot of these concepts all throughout are very universal. And so I wanted to be able to tie things in with what I knew, how they called them. So I was able to get that established pretty quick and that's because the assistant coaches have been off the charts on helping me, you know, do that. You think it's I mean hard for the players? Imagine being the assistant coach is also in this spot for us right there. They're all of a sudden like, hey, there's been a change. Uh, there's been someone let go. It's a dear friend. And now there's somebody else that's in charge to be able to do that. And then they've been pros all the way through. So it's been it's been awesome that the staff has been has been fantastic. But also I worked with them all through special teams, been around I was with them all summer, you know whenever I got hired last whatever it was January. So I've been with them for a long time. But I'd like to have had the extra time, absolutely.
2: Tackling's been a bit of an issue the, the first four games. How can you clean that up? What drills can you run? How can you m- fix a little bit of that in
3: practice? The first thing you want to do is you want to tackle the population. Like that, I call it roll call on the ball. And so sometimes there can be a chance if you if you hit things with the proper leverage and miss, the things are going, the ball's going the right direction. There's also people coming to help you in those spots for us. Right. The thing that shows up the most in, in tackling, especially in open field, that's a tough spot to be in. It's how fast can you eat up the grass? How fast can you close the distance? From the from the tackler uh, to the offensive player, and how fast can you get there to take that their angles away from them uh, to be able to do you things in the open space and, and and with your feet. It's so important to be able to run through contact and, and be very, very aggressive and be able to take your shot on things and then have the next person be able to come in to be able to clean things up. But there's drills we do. We have tackling drills. Everyone does them. that. Uh, so it's not a situation where we've changed a lot there. But I have in, in, uh, installed some of the things that we've done in some situations right there to try to help those guys improve in that area. And the biggest thing for us, it's not even so much the tackling, is the ability to thud up contact in practice. So our theme of strain to contact is so big for us right now, and to be able to get to those points for us. So, so everything we want to do on Tuesdays and Wednesdays when there's pads on right there, everything, is whether it be against the offense or against the scout team, everything is a thud situation. And it's not always easy, but you have to strain to be able to get it done. Bill Bush with us till the top of the hour. It's our football show here on the Huskers Radio
2: Network. Our chat with the coach is proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsman Place products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice at results at channel.com. Let's head to the phones. John and Lincoln, you're going to lead us off tonight. Good evening. you with Coach Bush. Good night, everyone. Coach Bush.
0: Uh, I think uh, Coach Joseph, Joseph, first of all, made the right choice by it making you the C coordinator.
3: We'll start with that. Oh, I appreciate that. That's, it's good to have at least one fan. That, uh, I, think, I, I think my parents are. Start, yeah. my, I think my parents, and my wife, and, and kids are. I think that. that's so good to have. We're right at six now. We're, we're a solid number.
0: So, so what? Well, the question I have is, let's just say for the sake of argument, the talent uh, at the front seven is the same that we had last year. and It seemed like we played such a great team D, but... Uh, us armchair defensive coordinators, I think, since that missing JoJo and Cam, um, whether they covered up a lot of mistakes or there's just such confidence on the back end that the front seven could just do what they do, and then there was going to be, you know, that backup there. If we're going to run the same scheme, do you have anybody in mind, or are we working towards, you know, the next JoJo that can? come in and have that same impact. Do we have anybody there like Marcus Buford that you're thinking about putting in that position? And thanks everyone for taking my call.
3: Sure, appreciate it very much. <clears throat> the one thing that stood out from last year's defense, um, you know, from being around them and from afar seeing them, is that they had a bunch of veterans. You know, in, in the safety position, at the corner position, D-line position, uh, same way there, like with uh, JoJo, as you as you mentioned in there. So we're always looking to add people. The, the, I, I do feel good that we've worked very hard this week to be able to get Javen right back in in the mix. Very hard to get uh, Omar uh, Brown back in the mix for us uh, at that nickel spot. And so those guys are going to get opportunities for us right there, along obviously with Isaac Gifford. So we're always looking. So competition is on. So the best way to answer your question right now is that we are competing at a very high rate at practice, and everything is, is being basically graded and monitored. How people are playing, what they're doing, to really get the most energy out of them. But we're always looking for youth uh, to be able to uh, to be able to inject them into into the uh, into the in the lineup at all times. John, appreciate the call. 402-413-2400.
2: A text question for you. Coach, very glad to have you back in Nebraska. Can you explain what a black shirt means to you? I hear some fans say it's a tradition that no longer matters. As a lifelong Husker fan, I couldn't disagree with that statement more. Thanks for your hard work. Go Big
3: Red. Oh, it absolutely matters. I've been lucky to be part of it. Obviously, I got got giant pictures back in my parents' house of me with the black shirt that said Orange Bowls. and it, it, It still means the world to uh, to, in my mind to this state everyone uh, that's involved in, in Nebraska football obviously it's a level of excellence and it's not so much a level of excellence on just talent it's a level of excellence on how you do everything every day and also at that, that is a huge um, believer and I know the facts of this through Charlie McBride and George Darlington and everyone I ever grew up in this program with is there's also a giant toughness factor is that it's just impossible to, to earn a black shirt without being an extremely physically and mentally tough player, also someone that practices the same way. So there's a lot of layers to it. How you practice, how you perform, how you handle your everyday, how tough are you in all these situations you can be able to get done. And we'll just keep striving and striving to be able to get people at that stage for us.
2: Appreciate the text you mentioned, Javen Wright. His dad, Toby, was a black shirt. I think a lot of former black shirts would really be steamed about that comment that it doesn't mean anything more because it meant an awful lot to a
3: lot of people that got him. Yeah, it meant a lot to everyone that, that 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 got him, and I was I was around those people, and it meant the world to him. It really matters. It still does like that. And uh, and Toby Wright was, uh, as I mentioned earlier, as the one of the best football players I've ever coached in my life. And he was, I mean, he threw his body around like he had an extra one at home in the closet or something. (laughs) And I mean, he was a playing Jesse. Now, he was violent. And uh, boy, I was so lucky to have a chance to be able to coach him and then not have a chance to coach his son. Central Valley
2: Ag is the official co-op of Husker Nation. Central Valley Ag invites you to participate in the football radio show. Whether you text from the tractor or call from the combines, farmer feedback is always welcomed on the Huskers radio network. Another text for you, Hey Bill, for fans, what should be an expectation level for improvement? How much do you think we can see on Saturday?
3: Well, there should be high expectations. Obviously, that's 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 everyone's expectations. I know in our room it's the same way. It's the same with the coaches, with the players, uh, to be able to get that done. I've never had a chance to be with them, you know, for a full two weeks until now, and so we've had a chance to be able to get that together. Uh, our expectations are extremely high. I think you have to be realistic, and you know, as you talk about things that of what we be able to get done, the number of stops we have to get, how we build out to execute in the in the red zone, and then defensively that. But we have to be. for First of all, is right now, is that we have to at least be able to be dominant in one area of the game. And, and right now, it's, you know, if you just look at the numbers, that's not been great as far as run defense and pass defense. So we have to build a, determine a way to be able to get dominant in one phase of the game. So we'll work really, really hard at that for us. Have great energy on the field like that. We have to be violent. We have to build have to build tackle. We have to build a force turnovers. And that, that usually happens through, happens through uh, uh, violent contact on the ball and the ability to, to play tip balls, too. Interceptions do come to you, that, but tip ball interceptions is something we have to, be able to try to work on really hard. Jim in Columbus on our
2: text line, Coach Bush. I know you are the coordinator, but what actually does it entail as far as you calling schemes and things, or having to say over certain defensive calls? Just curious to know. Want to know what? How much leeway do you give your coaches on defense?
3: Uh, coaches have at, at a lot of input. We're we're constantly having input, what things are going through. We had a you know big meeting today to make sure that the things we had to see tomorrow. We have a we have a run through tomorrow in practice. And we'll have another one on Saturday uh, before we before we go. First thing is the hay's never in the barn. We're always going to coach right up till till uh, game time, and all the way through the game. So we're working really hard on that. So they do have input. Uh, with that, in the end, ultimately, it falls on me. I'll be the one that makes the calls. Uh, I'm very used to having input. You know, different coaches that I worked with. If if I wasn't the coordinator and I was this, was the uh, the, the uh, secondary coach, a lot of times I was heavily involved on third down defense or certain calls. So so n- numerous times, I would make calls one call in advance. Be like, hey, second and ten, if we get to third and six, I like this. Here's a call that i like to have. So we'll have constant communication with Coach Dawson, Coach Fisher, Coach Rude, all those guys on those areas for us to try to stay one play ahead of the game. And these guys play very fast, so having that veteran uh, defensive staff really, really helps me in that spot. Have you determined where you will be Saturday? Will you be down? Will you be up? Right now I appear. I'm going to be down. And just for the fact of being up, I, I like being up better because you get to see things clear. Also kind of take some of the emotion uh, out of your calls. Sometimes things that you feel things on the sideline. you feel When you're up in the box, you don't feel that as much. And so that helps to see things better from up there. I just think in this game, uh, with this change of staff right now, for me to be able to put my face in front of the defense, I think is something that can be a little bit valuable but it's not something that's just like, oh man, that's a slam dunk, that's the way to go. But I will be down in the field, think uh, it'll help me, I think, relate with the players in between series is so important because you are drawing and, and doing things like crazy in between series of what's going on. Because there are going to be things that we're there <coughs> that excuse me that they're going to do that we haven't seen yet. That's just normal. That's, that's every week stuff. So something's going to come up different. We're going to be like, how do we fix that? Because the death blow to you is to have a game finish and it's like, we never fixed that. They, we, they, they ran this play seven times. We never had an answer for it. So we'll be able to try to have that kind of communication. But we have great people up in the up in the press box that I'll be talking to up there from the staff. So we'll be in good shape.
2: Children of the Corn in the chat room says, Coach, how have you attacked getting ready for Indiana and how fast they
3: play? Uh, we've had several ways to get ready for it. Um, you have to have different ways to do it when, when you don't uh, run their legs off, I guess. That so just so everything's not really super fast-paced with the plays. But how fast can you get lined up? So we have some methodology that we use where they have to. We have to, sometimes they have to turn around, snap around, get lined up. So they don't know what what's what's uh, when they flip around, they don't know what's in front of them. So they have to build a play really fast to get lined up. So we stress the most of getting lined up as fast as we can. Obviously, our offense goes fast, so we get tempo with them also. Also, their their tempo is I think their second fast in the country right now. Mm-hmm. Now, ten years ago, it would be a conversation about every third game, be like, hey, these guys go fast. Then you'd face a team that was and wasn't and wasn't, so and they go fast. Now everyone goes fast. So there's really not a time when you're going like, hey, they go fast. They do it at a really good level. The whole thing right there is how fast can you get your cleats in the ground, get yourself set, because they, they, they want to make plays uh, with their talent, they want to make plays with their tempo that you're not ready to handle because you're not lined up. Who makes a lot of the calls on the field? Is it the inside backers? Who handles a lot of the communication? You know, we we you know we preach to them so hard, Greg, about you know the communication breeds confidence. So we're just we're just we're just hammering that for them all the time. Uh, main calls people would be the inside linebackers, right? But there's always back end calls with the safeties all the time. And there's then they said there, there there's there's not a position that doesn't that doesn't talk. But for the most part, the inside linebackers would handle uh, would handle the uh, the lion's share of things. Dorothy Lynch, Homestyle and Light lean dressing, endless flavorabilities.
2: Let's go to Lions, Nebraska. Adam, you're up next with Coach Bush.
0: Hey, Coach Bush, you can count that set. So count seven, man. I'm so glad that they named you as defensive coordinator. I think it's what we needed. Um, I know we got guys there that can, can rush the passer. Is it the quick passing game that's kind of stalled them from getting there, or, or what's causing that, and what, what can you do to, to make sure we can get home a little more often?
3: Uh, first thing I thought you were trying to call in to uh, talk about my senior year when we beat Lions when I was at oh, Pender. Oh, did you? I thought, yeah, that's what I thought the call was initially. Pender over Lions? Pender over Lions, yeah. So okay. I thought maybe that was at home. I thought maybe he was calling in to talk about that. Lions, Lions from Lions, Nebraska. Uh, we have to be able to do numerous ways like that. Obviously, uh, in your four-man rush, in your pressures, in your simulated pressures, all those things for us, have your, have your best people in the best spots. So that's everything we work for. There's nothing. I'm always. Anytime you're getting, we're talking about being a blitzer, my, one of my first thing is always, who's blitzing. Because that, that's, that's what makes it. it. Generally, it's not. I always talk about when it comes to pressure that if there was a magic blitz, we'd run magic blitz every time. If there was one that just worked, it's like, hey, if we do this, this, and this, we'll hit the quarterback in the mouth You know, every time. We'd run that. We would do that. All the pressures do is guarantee you one-on-ones. And so you have to be able to win your one-on-one matchup. So to, be, to have the best people in those spots is the best things you want to be able to get done.
2: Adam, appreciate the phone call, 402-413-2400. That's the number to call or fire off a text. Our Sports Sunday Hotline brought to you by Woodhouse, where you can shop your way from one of the 16 convenient locations or online at woodhouse.com anytime. 18 brands and a huge selection of pre-owned. You can always find what you are looking for with Woodhouse. More of the show coming up. Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, which is sponsored by Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. It's our Nebraska Football Radio Hour here on the Huskers Radio Network. Bill Bush, the new defensive coordinator for the Big Red, with us until the top of the hour, 402-413-2400, the number to dial us up with a comment, a question, a text
3: for you. Hey, Coach, what did you think of Brody Belt's description of you? Well, you just told me the description, yep. uh, the, what it was. Uh, um, it says I'm kind of a hard ass, right? In but a, in a good way. In a good way. At that. But uh, first of all, Brody's one of my favorite players. Um, so I, I, Brody's one of these guys. So I have these, these I talk about this, uh, I, I use Applebee's right side of the menu. And what that means is like that, if I ever see him five, ten years from now, some of like we're word Applebee's, I'll buy him the whole right side of the menu, whatever they want, take home, extra, whatever they want. <laughs> Double apple crisp, what like that. Brody Belt's a right side of the menu guy. If I see him ten years from now, that's what I, the first thing I'd do. Whatever you want, like that. whatever he needs, whatever like that, carry it out in three bags and away you go. Because he is a, you talk about a player, that's a football player. And the things I saw him do, how much he helped me on special teams, his, his personality, and so when he classifies me in some way, whatever he said, I trust that it's probably either accurate or or, or, or close enough to it. That because uh, I love him as a as a person and a player, but but he'd be pretty accurate. With that I can get worked up. I can get I got I got a little bit of work up in me, so I get get uh, kind of fired. But I try to I try to hug him just as as much as on, on both ways uh, to be able to do that for us. so being calm, I try to make it you know really hard during the week, and then uh, players that have ever played for me will know that. During the game, it's you know it's like this. That's that's not the time to any any times of that nature. So I tr- I've tried to try to carry that over to make it really hard. How we line up, what we do, all these little details for us right there. Special teams has ten thousand things that happen that never come up. You know I was you know and we have to go over these great details. So I try to you know build a handle that. But uh, so here, whatever Brody says about me, I'm thumbs up on that guy. You got to mention this to him tomorrow. That he got brought up on the radio show. I have to mention that tomorrow. Yeah, that'll will. make his day. And, we have, and we've talked about that, we know we know in the in the special teams room before I moved to defense was we talked about being the right side of the menu guys. So they's and, and he's he's clear cut. He's got that. That's great. Let's go back to the phones. We'll go to York and Jim. Good evening, Jim. You're up with Coach Bush.
0: Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I, I agree with you about old Moody Bell. That guy's a he really seem to be very effective when he's in there. But uh, I just wonder, you know, when I'm into the defense, you know, I just played a few games, it just seems like them guys are, I don't know if they're supposed to be doing that, but there's a lot of Roman-Greek or what going on where they just seem to get in the stand-up wrestling match with the offensive linemen. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Then you're talking about what are these guys doing? to be doing that, is that part of the plan to occupy the office of in there but it, what do you think about it.
2: All right, yeah Jim, you're having a hard time getting picking up some of the words off your phone there. Talking about the interior line, are they, you think sometimes
3: like they're just trying to wrestle in there, what about the technique for those guys in the interior? Yeah, I mean, there, there's concepts that you play that every defense plays and we do uh, also where you're going to be uh, potential in head-up positions on linemen. And sometimes you're in two-gap situations or you're in you're in your gap responsibility alignment. So you always want to be primary to secondary in your gap. I want to be make sure I handle my gap. Sometimes then I, I can shed a blocker to go to my, to my secondary gap when the ball declares for us right there. But to be able to get off of blocks and, and build a press is important. Knockback is the number one thing on defensive line. Knockback right there. That, that eliminates a lot more problems and things that happen. So uh, I saw that I've, I've liked a lot of things that I've seen from the D-line, what Coach Doss has done from them. This week right there, they've been very physical. And so we're, it, it's a constant uh, struggle. That's a real fight. Because when you're an offense and defensive lineman, you have to remember this about playing football. is you go out there and you play receiver in different spots, you might run around for all of practice, and you might not get hit. You might get hit a few times. You might have some contact. You have some thuds as a safety. You're an offensive and defensive lineman. Every rep you take a practice you're putting hands on people, or someone's putting their hands on you. And so that's a grind. And so I got such great respect for people that play in the trenches. That's where the game is always won, and I just love those guys. Nebraska
2: 811 says, go dig red. Before you dig, always call or click 811 to have your utility lines marked. It's free. It's easy. It's the law. Doug on our text line from Norfolk. Right now, Coach, do you feel like some of the guys are lacking confidence?
3: Well, I think that I think, um, That'd be kind of obvious in a way that the, the year has not started off great. And so however you put it, like that, you can't say you'd probably walk around with great confidence. Now, have they acted like that at all on the field? No. They've played really well for us in the, on practice I'm talking about now since I've been with them. So I'm sure there's always a confidence level that's maybe not through the roof when you're sitting at the position that they're in right now. But I do know this. They take coaching. They understand what we can still Able to get done in this season, and so we're constantly trying to build that up. So in small wins, small things, because every play—if you watch, you know—you watch defense like crazy, like, like I do all over. You know, on Saturdays watching college football, there's losses. You know, it's kind of like you know Texas and Texas Tech was a 37-34 game, and you know, and then they're tearing goalposts down uh, at 34 points. So there's going to be some losses, but we have to be able to celebrate and act on, and have the wins when we need them, uh, and that will help get our confidence back in a couple, a couple places. I tell you what, it can it can switch fast, and then right now it can flip really fast to be very confident in a hurry. Jeremy in Texas,
2: another text for you. Hey, coach, love having you in this role, and can't wait to see where you take us. I noticed in a Twitter video that the D was running. A pursuit angle drill. Haven't seen that in the past videos, and wondered if that is starting to get back to some of the basics.
3: It is something that uh, we brought back uh, about, I don't know, maybe seven, eight days ago, and we started that. We had several reps of it for us. Uh, It is not a conditioning drill. It's It's a teachable. Full speed uh, drill to build a show pursuit angles. Uh, it's 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 strenuous, and so we try to get two reps of it uh, to build, to get started, build it going, and it's been very good for us. But it is a brand new drill for us, and it's something that uh, uh, that I brought in from uh, from LSU and how we ran it at that time with uh, Coach O, and uh, it's something that I believe is if, if I didn't think it would be a productive thing to do, we wouldn't be doing it. But it's been uh, been very good. Kids been responsive, and it does teach us some angles. Very good, Jeremy. Appreciate the text. Our chat with the coach proudly brought to you by
2: Channel. Channel Seedsman Place products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice at YieldsResults at Channel.com Time for this week's Alumni Hall College Vault Play of the Week. We pull out a play a great play in Husker history. We're going to go back to 2001 Eric Crouch's Heisman Trophy season. A lot of Heisman Trophy winners have a Heisman Mm. moment. This was probably it for Eric. A game against Missouri.
1: Man, Crouch escapes and he'll wow. have a first down. Wow. Oh man, look at this! Jeez. Oh no, he could go! Wow, amazing! See you later. That may be one of the most unreal runs I have ever seen.
2: What a great moment in Husker
3: history! You'd like to probably have that guy back playing with you, wouldn't you? I take him on defense right now. I I love Eric. I get a chance to you know he comes down to practice. Uh, I wish he'd be around more, but he he loves he's very busy like that. I know his business is going really well for him, but uh, it's when you talk to someone that was that great of a player, a Heisman Trophy winner, and he's just like this. Very humble, like that. Just, you know, I'm doing this, Bill. I'm doing this, like that. So I just got such respect for what he did on the field, like that. And then then just the what he does in life right now. So impressive, like that. So a huge fan. Great person. Alumni Hall is your ultimate
2: Husker shopping experience with the largest and best selection of apparel, vault gear, and tailgate accessories. Shop their two Lincoln locations or, or alumnihall.com. Alumni Hall, where Huskers shop. 402-413-2400, the number to call or fire off a text. More with a coach coming up. Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres, the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. It's our Nebraska Football Radio Hour. Bill Bush with us until the top of the hour. Still time if you want to be a part of the program with a call or a text, Mm -hmm. 402-413-2400. Matt in Raymond, Says, Coach, I have a question on the point-after attempts. It seems like our safeties might have a chance to slide through there and get a
3: block on that. Your thoughts? Uh, We have. There's. Whether it be edge pressure or middle pressure, uh, we do. Uh, Tommy Hill's done a great job off the edge, and if you threaten off the edge really well, most of the blocks will come through the the wing and the tight end, and those are the areas that we want to be able to try to build to attack with and with our safety. So that's something we work, you know, every day. I'm, I'm lucky, you know, with, with being with the special teams, so I still get to coach the special teams all the time too on the field. So once it goes to special teams period, then I just start coaching like I did before. You know, Coach Connors handles the meetings and some things of that. He handles that part, but I get a coach the same as if it was just uh, normal. at that. So I'm able to work with those guys a bunch. But I always worked with the other side. I was always with the field goal team, so now I work more with the block team. So uh, we're working hard at it all the time. Text question. For you, it seems like on
2: defense we've been giving up a lot of short routes with space. How much is that a scheme? How much is that a just player reaction?
3: Uh, it's a combination. A combination of both. Of that scheme reaction, you know, how fast do you react uh, you know, if, if – there's a difference if you're in a vision coverage, which means I have vision on the quarterback. If I'm in a match coverage, which means I'm in a matchup zone, which means I'm going to match people up in my zone, uh, then you don't have vision as much. You have more eyes on the people you're matching up with. And then I always said man-to-man coverage, that's passing completion defense. And so it does – a little bit of scheme for us uh, to be able to get done. Uh, short passes for us is that it uh, – to drive and tackle the things that not get split. The biggest thing in a short pass is if a four-yard throw turns into a nine-yard throw, uh, or a or, or gain, I guess, not throw. So it's always about uh, yards per attempt, yards per catch uh, that, that stands out the most. And so getting split or having a chance on a missed tackle, if you drive enough on the short ones, hit them enough, you'll get tip balls. Some good things will happen to you. Buckle up, put the phone down. A reminder
2: from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. John in Omaha with a question for you. What's the number one thing you have to do against this up-tempo team for Saturday?
3: Get lined up. (laughs) <laughs> number Can't one, thing, line up. get lined up. Get our get our get our cleats in the turf, uh, and we and we've stressed it. We've drilled it. Uh, we always say that if if if, we, if you if you uh, practice it, if you drill it, we film it. If we film it, we watch it, and then if we watch it, we 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 correct it. So that's all been heavily worked this week. It won't be a it won't be perfect magic out there. they go really fast, they do some certain things to be able to get lined up. But we do have a good method to it. But the number one thing we can do is get lined up with our feet firm like that, so they're able to play. Because you can't play fast until you do that. And then build a habit so we can have it so we get the calls into them clean enough to be able to execute fast and have the call fast. How hard is it to sub with that kind of a tempo? Oh, really? You can't sub. I mean, there, there are certain times like Unless they do, right? That the, the, they sub, that we can sub. Uh, incomplete pass, uh, balls that run out of bounds with, with, you know, clearly out of bounds, some different things of like that. So we have a plan. We have a plan how to, how to sub, but it, but it is hard to be able to sub. And that's where you see how there's been some ginormous errors. If you go back and watch, the uh, which Nebraska fans watch everything. So I'm sure they were watching the game against Cincy last week when they got caught in a substitution. and There was a walk-in touchdown. And they, they went empty. They threw the ball to uh, the outside receiver. And there was no one within 20 yards of him because they weren't lined up. And so there's a lot of things that go on with that to be able to get them ready to go. Quarterback for Indiana is a Missouri grad. Well, what's he do well? Yeah, really well. Uh, uh, he can really spin it. Uh, he is—he's definitely a passer over a runner. He is a clutch runner, as I call it, which means he will pull the ball at clutch times, short yardage times. So he does have enough carries that you have. You can't be like, oh, we'll just chase everything and just not worry about him. He will keep the ball. But the best thing is he's got a, a ridiculously strong arm. I mean, he can throw opposite hash deep comebacks. And that's NFL throws. So he can throw a 14 back to 12 on the opposite sideline catch the ball on the sideline from the opposite hash. That's very rare uh, that that happens. So he's got he's able to hit. So if you leave any free access for him, he can Attack it from anywhere. Sometimes to the field, we can slough off of this because these people won't take the throw or won't make the throw. He makes those throws, and also I think he's extremely intelligent. Uh, he's always in the right play. I think he handles the offense really, really well. So uh, it, it'll be a it's it, it's a uh, it's a full time job to build to handle him.
2: They've thrown it an awful lot, but they've also got a couple good running backs, don't they?
3: Yeah, really good. Like that, the young man that travel uh, that uh, transferred in from uh, Auburn. Auburn. like that is really good. Uh, what they, what they do the best is they're extremely physical. Uh, they're, you know, they'll, they can make you miss, and they can jump cut in the hole. But when they're downfield like that, they are they are they're north and south, and so they are they're, they're like a bowling ball in their size and their strength. So if you if you get them muddied up early in the line, not quite as effective. Like most running backs aren't. But if they get rolling at all, they have they have a great tempo, and they run very angry. Yeah, that's, that's what it's As an about. offensive
2: coach, you love that. Defense, you love that, coach, yeah. You don't like it as yeah. much. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Hey, if the Huskers return the first or
2: second half opening kickoff for a touchdown, you could win a $54,000 credit on a new vehicle from Woodhouse Auto Family this season. This week's contestant, Eric Williams of Geneva. Go to huskers.com slash Woodhouse for official rules and get yourself entered. 402-413-2400. That's the number to dot us up with a comment or question. We're back to wrap things up with a coach next. Inside our huskers radio network broadcast center sponsored by acres the midwest premier john deere dealer supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more acres solutions for every field just a couple minutes left on our program it's still time if you want to fire off a text 402-413-2400 I want to have you put your special teams hat back on? Cause so I really feel like at some point we're going to bust a big return. Haven't had it yet in either the punt return game or the kickoff return game. But what, how do you feel about that phase through four games?
3: I really feel good about it. We, we the punt return, like I said before, they're favorite. They're my favorite guy on the team. Love punt returners. It'd be so tough to play that position, and sometimes that, that it's like playing poker, there's just you don't go all in on a bad hand. And we haven't had return. We've had maybe one that was close against Northwestern as far as a returnable ball with space to be able to have that. If you punt a ball 40 yards with great hang time, they'll they'll be standing around you. If they hit a bad ball, then you have a chance to be able to get that done. So I I know that Coach Connors has done a great job. We've worked extremely hard on on all phases of it to be able to get the return game going. I like the people we have back there. That will happen for us. I, I feel like we're close. Kickoff return, same thing. We've had you know we got balls landed in the back of the end zone so they' are I mean, out of the state you know, right. so there's not there's not been many opportunities to be able to get that going but but the strain that those kids put in on those two phases if you watch the practice film the one-on-ones how, how things are, are, are taken from the individual to the full unit to the team and how it's done and how hard they practice it's unreal and it's going to happen when you just keep doing the right things all the time it will happen so I'm very excited about the Turners, we have back there, and I know the strain that we have up front to get those guys blocked, and we hopefully work our butt off to get one, to, uh, get a good one this this week.
2: Brendan Frankie's been really
3: solid. He's his pr- percentage of kickoffs to touchbacks pretty darn high. You want that? I'm just you know you want that. Uh, his leg strength is is tremendous. You know, uh, Aaron Graham was the one that really got us uh, really? Uh, with, with for for for, uh, for Frankie to be here. I call him Frankie. Should I call him? Brandon I always call him Frankie, but uh, but Aaron's the one who helped us get him here. That he was kicking it at, uh, at, at uh, Morningside. I don't think he was going to play. But Aaron let us know about him and stuff that he had interest with us. So, worked out great for him. He's been able to hit the ball really well. He's been very consistent, you know, with the win or or into it. So, we're very excited about him. And he's he's, he's a he's a great guy. To have on the team. He's got a personality. He's fun to be around. So, I, I just absolutely love him. Brian Bussini's been a star, and I know he rolled that ankle making that tackle against Oklahoma, but he's hit the ball really well. Brian's done a great job. Just a you know huge fan of him. Uh, he's so mature. You know, obviously he's married and very mature, but uh, and he he has the, the his leg strength is you know, borderline ridiculous and some things that he can do, but he also prepares like that. So he doesn't go out there and he's like, I'm going to try to do that. He can do all the specialty punts. He can do all those things. What's crazy is, uh, you know, be like a pooch punt to you. Mm-hmm. usually. So we work extremely hard on that, because usually you end up kicking about three of those a game, pooch punts. We haven't kicked one yet. That's hasn't true. came up yet where we where, yeah. we where we're trying to pin him. Hey, we're at the we're at the forty five yard line going in. We got stopped. We're gonna see if we can pin him. In, you know, at the eight yard line. We haven't had that. happen. We've had a lot of pins inside the twenty, but they've been because of you know bigger punts. But Brian's prepared for that. So yeah, he, he, again, like that. a lot of personality, a lot of fun. Uh, so just love him. Got a minute left. Last couple things for the defense for
2: Saturday. Couple things that they we have to get done to be successful Saturday would be.
3: It's very, you know, cliche on the big plays and the things that have to happen, but I'll go back to... Getting set and then ha- and be able to stick together. I talked to the entire defense today about that in, in a unit meeting for us. Right there is that how we're going to stick together through whatever is going on because there's going to be a time. There's never a time where, where it's like you know what they played 85 snaps and 85 of them were great. There's going to be some times and some things not perfect. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And we go back, fix it, and able to go. But our effort that we're going to play with will be will be uh, outstanding. And our kids are really excited to play. We got We got. You know, we, we have a very uh, invested and interested. To group to play in this game, and they're ready to play football. Thanks for coming in. Good luck.
2: Awesome. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate you. Bill Bush with us here tonight. Our chat with the coach proudly brought to you by Channel. Channel Seedsman plays products to perform across Nebraska. Get expert advice and yields results at channel.com. Thanks
1: for listening.